0: Lost World Minute: of podcast reviewing 997 sequel, Jurassic Park one minute time. I'm Brad. I'm
1: Dave.
0: And today we're here to discuss possible trailer news, some figure news, and episode episode minute seventy two of the Lost World. Dave, mm-hmm. with uh, even though this podcast is being released on the Thursday, um, some important stuff's happening today, which will probably warrant its own little episode. That so, stand by for that. Um, happy trailer day. <laughs> <laughs> and happy collector's day um, mm-hmm. currently the uh, there's an expo going on in Brazil which um, we just learnt this week that Colin and J.A. Biona have flown down to um, which sort of coincides with the seventh and the release of the uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom teaser trailer um, mm-hmm. so no doubt that uh, it's going to premiere there first I'd imagine um, yeah but we're going to get some. We're going to get some more stuff to come out of that in the coming days. We have got some images that have been posted up by Ironhead Studios, sort of further teasers to products coming out, um, mm-hmm. including sort of the the Tyrannosaur rest area. Um, yeah. Some nice detail here with the uh, you can see sort of the T-Rex footprint on the concrete barrier that the fence is built on, and some nice sort of water. Uh, water effects on the leaves and the foliage.
1: Oh yeah, those water effects on that leaf look so real, mm. don't they? Yeah. I wonder what they're made out of. If they're like a clear plastic, or if they're like a little droplet of um, that fake water that they have. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder how how well they're stuck to the leaf. <laughs> There's nothing worse mm. than having collectibles and having them break in your hands as you're trying to set stuff up.
1: Um, yeah.
0: But we also got some nice interior images of the Explorers. I just love sort of that wood-grained, that wood-grained look. Sort of more so, because we didn't really get a good look inside the Explorers in the film that much, but um, there's some nice little things here, like the, uh, the microphone in the centre console as well, which I don't think we have even seen in the film. Yeah.
1: And not to mention the... Um, I mean, it all looks think they put a nice little wash on everything to bring out the detail yeah and the grain and the uh, fake wood and the leather grain and pretty much everything and then i love the little console that we see there with the dresser park logo you know
0: yeah it's that sort of that rocky that rocky logo um which i i really like that that logo Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah me too I had to laugh, I love how the, uh, the cups of water are on the dashboard, yet there's two cup holders in that centre console. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah, some nice detail there with, um, with both of them. And uh, as well as the uh, nice, pristine, new-looking Explorer, we've also got a couple of teasers here of a upturned Explorer as well. Um, already in mid-crushing. Um, where the where the uh, Tyrannosaur was sort of standing on the back of it and uh, biting at the tires, and it mm-hmm. also reveals Tim and Lex in the back of it in the mud. Yeah,
1: it's it's. I think it's going to be the uh, shot where that we see of the T Rex where she's roaring over the top of the vehicle as she's stepping down on it, and we. See from, uh, and it's the same chat where we next cut to Ian Malcolm yelling, Hey, hey, while he's waving the flare up, yeah, over his head.
0: Yeah, and she's got that tire in her jaws, or stuck on her tooth. Uh Uh, And
1: of course, I'm, I imagine the, um, Alan Grant will be in his Ian Freeze mo, uh, pose. Now, these are
0: these are statues and not movable figures, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. So that'll. Yeah,
1: these are um, collectible statues.
0: Yeah, so if Ian's in that sort of half squatting pose he is when um, he's freezing, I just wonder how that's going to display by itself if someone just wants an Alan Grant and can't buy the rest of it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You've
0: got, you got Sam Neil squatting on a shelf. <laughs> um, but also, one, one last pitch we got to was from the front of the Ruined Explorer and the uh, Tyrannosaurus foot in the mud, um,
1: on the trackway,
0: which, just the paint on that looks fantastic.
1: Oh, it looks so good, and we we finally have a Lex figure in here. You look closely, you can see Lex and Tim, uh, kind of blurred out in the underside of the vehicle. Not in the, not in the, uh, leg picture, but in the, inside the vehicle there. Yeah. Yep. And you got the mud-splattered track on the, um, underside of the or next to the bottom of the car, and the bottom of the car uh, just kind of merges with the mud. It's already where the mud sunk over the threshold of the roof of the car.
0: Yeah, and we'd speculated earlier that the Explorer was probably going to be, or the rest area was going to be sort of like a diorama where you could put the Explorer and the figures on. Um, Mm -hmm. Just the way this one's upside down and sort of merges with the dirt road, it sort of looks Mm -hmm. like it's part of the... The scenery, um, yeah. Because we've seen we've seen photos as well of the sort of the Tyrannosaur fence that hasn't been destroyed yet. Um, so it makes me wonder if there's going to be multiple versions of the diorama, uh, sort of a the the tour car sitting there looking like the goat scene, or if it, uh, now this where the Tyrannosaurs escaped. Well, I think
1: there's going to be is. It's going to be, like, all parts of one scene, um, kind of sold separately. It's going to be Alan Grant sold separately, Ian Malcolm sold separately. Then there's going to be the T-Rex with the base of the ruined, with, uh, with, of the ruined Explorer, where we see, where the T-Rex is kind of standing on top of the Explorer. And then the other Explorer, the clean Explorer, will be sold separately with the perfectly good fence, um as part of that as part of that base.
0: Well, you could put the good Explorer behind, as long as it's marked 05, you could put it back and have that as the one that Alan and Malcolm get out of anyway.
1: Well, I think that's what it's going to be. It's yeah. going to, this, uh, I think it was an Explorer 04 that the T-Rex trashed up. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I think it's an Explorer 04 that will be part of the T-Rex's base and Explorer 5 will be sold separately.
0: Oh, please be under a thousand dollars. I'm getting one
1: of these things. I don't. I don't care which which one it is. It's. It's all looks like it's gonna be. Ex- excellent. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just looking at the detail of the T-Rex here, the foot. Um, there's just so many little uh, details here that I just notice every time I look at it, like the um, the, mud that looks like it's been splashed up around the footprint. You can see uh. At first, I thought that they miscolored the toenails on the T-Rex's claws. Then I realized, no, that's less that splashes of mud on the to- mm. on the toe claws, and then the same amount with the scutes that go up the top of the feet. Yep. There's splashes of mud there. I mean, that's just so intricately detailed.
0: Hmm. Yeah, because we've also seen that the two different trackways. We've seen the not the cleaner trackway with a little bit of rust on it, and then the mm-hmm. the trackway here beside this upturned explorer
1: I think that's going to be part of the um, 05 explorer uh, base
0: yeah the clean yep which again just makes me wonder how big this thing really is
1: (laughs) Mm mhm well it's one tenth so it's going to be pretty decent size yeah somebody uh, on a statue form in the chronicle thread posted up a picture of a one tenth t-rex skeleton it was like a model kit for kids and it was huge it was like three feet long
0: Oh, I wonder if that's the same T-Rex model statue I've got. Maybe. Yeah. Know. It was a way thing from the U.K. I think, but um, it'd be two foot tall probably. Yeah. Anyway. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It was about two feet tall, about three feet long. Wow. Yeah, it was huge. <laughs> and plus, the kids being there just made it look all uh, made it look so much bigger.
0: See, even, even just that, just just a bit of Dirty Road and the Optone Explorer if the kid's sort of screaming
1: out the mm-hmm. back.
0: I'd just love that to display. <laughs> but that's um, going to be part of so much bigger, so much more. <laughs> um, so Rex is
1: going to be a couple thousand at least.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah, this is all going to be for the high-end stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it, it's it, it's just good to see this sort of stuff coming out for collectors. Because on the other the other side of the, uh, thing, we've also had, um, Funko Pop sort of announce or release, uh, all the stuff they're looking at doing. Unfortunately, it doesn't include a uh, Dr. Ellie Sattler, um, because we were under the impression that there was going to be mainly for the Jurassic World line, but they've also come out to say, mm-hmm. no, nope, we're doing stuff for Jurassic Park as well. Uh, no mention of the other sequels, unfortunately, but, um... Yeah, they've sort of released um, released what they're going to do, um, but no Ellie is part of it, which is upsetting. But
1: um. yeah, I, what I think it is is that toy companies really don't make a lot of female characters. I, and I don't know why. It's just it's this endless ju- uh, chain of self-justification where they don't make they do, they don't make enough of them because they don't sell they don't sell because they don't make enough of them to put on the shelf (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know yeah and hasbro does that kenner did that um toy companies just do that i have no idea what the deal is about it you know
0: Mm. well that's it then sometimes as they do re-releases a year or so later um so people that missed out can get get stuff whether they do as well as not is another thing. Um,
1: mm-hmm. That is true.
0: I do like one comment here by someone in the forums. It's uh, the reason for Ellie not being an Ellie figure is that uh, Laura Dern probably didn't give a likeness, the tick for a likeness, but I don't think Funko Pops really go for likenesses that much.
1: <laughs> but, no, it's basically a blank face with two little black eyes and the bare, the uh, very bare minimum features of the character it's supposed to be representing. Like, for example, a... Uh, Indiana Jones might have the Indiana Jones jacket and outfit with the hat and maybe the whip in the hand. Yeah. But other than that, it's just a very—it's pretty much all the same facial expression mm. and facial sculpt with uh, additions added to make it look like the character they're supposed to be representing.
0: Yeah. Now, if they—if it was revealed that there wasn't going to be a Ellie settler uh, Ironhead Studios figure, then that would definitely lead to likeness and. Um, mm-hmm. Her not uh, signing off, but yeah, not 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 vinyl, not pops. But yeah, that's that's all that's all about to come out, or always coming out now. Mm-hmm. By the time you're hearing this, it'll all be out, and uh, we'll have stuff we like. We probably have stuff we don't like so much, but uh, we've got to start saving some pennies.
1: Mhm. Yep. Yeah. Comfy's been presumed to be scavengers like jackals. Give them the it's like it's not scared. There haven't been any visitors to this island. There's no reason for it to fear man. No it does.
0: Alright, ready to get into 72.
1: Yeah.
0: As we ended minute 71 of the Lost World, Deirdre Stark's toilet trip had taken a turn for the worst. As we start minute 72, Dieter smiles to himself after the compie lunged through the ferns at him. He pulls out his shock prod and extends the mast and tells the compie that it's not polite to sneak up on people. At 71 minutes and 7 seconds, Dieter starts wildly throwing the shock prod around trying to zap the compie but it's too quick for him and hops away, hooting and chirping. At 71 minutes and 14 seconds, Dieter smiles to himself and starts walking back where he thinks the others are at 71 minutes and 27 seconds Duda looks to the left and the right and does a 360 he then calls out hey Carter let me hear from you he walks over to a fallen log and jumps up on it to try and get higher ground and get his bearings back he calls out to Carter again as he got turned around in here at 71 minutes and 40 seconds we cut back to Carter still listening to his music Enjoying a little snack. Dita's calls are going unanswered. At 71 minutes and 48 seconds, we cut back to Dita, wandering the forest aimlessly, hopelessly lost. He's still calling out, Hey, Carter, but no one can hear him. And that's where we end minute 72 with Dita, the Lost Wanderer. We got the reveal last minute of uh, the Compi bursting through the ferns and scaring Dita. Um, and now he sort of smiles and realises and laughs to himself, um, knowing that he just sort of essentially pooed his pants for this little this little dinosaur sort of coming through to fi- the ferns at him. So no need to worry about that problem anymore, Dita.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: but it's sort of interesting here. You know, I didn't notice it before that he's got his taser in his hand now as well. Um, mm-hmm. And sort of it's sort mm. of in the dark scene as well. Um, mm-hmm. But we got like this shaft of light coming down on Dieter and onto the little uh, stump or little log that the comp is standing on. Um, he tells the comp it's not polite to sneak up on people and pushes a little button on the taser for it to extend out. Mm. And um, the shock prod charges up. And then he uh, he sort of lunges around, zapping into the foliage two or three times. Um, mm-hmm. But the compy sort of scampers away, chirping, seemingly unharmed. Uh, in the in the script, he actually did contact it and injure it, and we um, got a shot of the uh, the compy sort of limping away and whimpering, whimpering to itself. But um, it's just it adds to that sort of frustration here, where he sort of mm-hmm. tries to scare it away, and it's just chirping happily. Going, nah, next time I'll get to get you. <laughs> we certainly get that when he's. Um, when they come back for the attack too, just the effort required to sort of scare him away far enough, but they just sit there and hop and chirp and they're just waiting, waiting for you to tie yourself out. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: now then it cuts to a shot of Roland, I'm sorry, not Roland, um, <laughs> Dieter coming out of the forest and kind of out of this little clearing, they can kind of see behind them. That was interesting, I... I think I found this location in, in when I went to the redwoods, mm-hmm. but I don't think I took any pictures of it because I wasn't sure if it was or not. I just didn't want to waste the uh, space on my camera.
0: Yeah. Yep. It but, comes... Yeah.
1: Like when, when I look back at it, I'm like, I think that was it. And now I now I kick myself because I didn't take any pictures. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because I love, like, he's sort of in the forest itself, but you can see there's sort of an open clearing at the back um, mm-hmm. through some foliage and almost like a mist there as well.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, they filmed it in, uh, like, early fall here, so... Um, fall is always when the redwoods are the most foggiest, so yeah. that's much why there's fog in every redwood scene that we get.
0: Yeah, it definitely adds that atmosphere to it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, it does. But um, he sort of comes back in. It looks similar to where he stopped before to uh, relieve himself, but he sort of looks Mm -hmm. left and right and does a bit of a 180 and yells out, hey, Carter, let me hear from you. And I just love these scenes, too, where he's walking through the the forest, just the ambient noise, Uh, the birds, Mm -hmm. the insects, probably
1: a little bit louder. uh, Something Spielberg has always been really good at is Creating this aura of isolation and where you just feel completely cut off from the rest of the world. Mm. Yeah, he did it with Jaws, he did it with ET, and he did it here and dressed the first Jurassic Park as well. So it's really a great, it's it's a talent of his to create this feeling of tension through isolation.
0: Yeah, yep.
1: And Mm. you can really feel like lost in the woods with him here too because. I mean, I've been in unfamiliar woods where (laughs) I've gotten lost and I'm just running back and forth trying to figure out where the trail went.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah, it hasn't happened in a long time, but it's something I don't want to happen ever again. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a a real good feeling.
1: Um, No, it's not. It doesn't happen to me often. I think it's only happened like once or twice, but you you get deep in the woods where you don't usually go. And it's easy to lose the trail, especially in like the fall and winter mm. when there's leaves or snow covering the trail and you can't figure out where which way to go.
0: Yeah, yep. Everything looks the damn same.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: But uh he's so...
1: trees here. I mean a lot of the other trees do have this uniqueness to them, but if you're unfamiliar with it, yeah. It's easy to get lost.
0: Yep. Yep. But uh Datasaur sort of turns around again and starts walking towards a giant redwood.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yells out again, Hey Carter, I got turned around in here. Um, and he climbs up, sort of the base of the tree is a little bit higher than the surrounding area, so he sort of climbs climbs up on, has a look around to see if he can see further, but uh, without much luck, and sort of curses at himself. <laughs> we cut back to the hunters, uh, Carter's eating while listening to his music still, and we get to hear the, Hey Carter, let me hear from you, um, coming through, which... I'm not sure if that's Dita yelling it out a second time, or if that's just the first time, and we're getting the perspective from Carter's side. Very mm-hmm.
1: um, good question, though.
0: Yeah. Which it doesn't doesn't really matter, but it just shows that um, Carter still can't hear. Um, that's sort of the voice is coming through loud enough. It's a wonder no one else
1: heard. Mm-hmm. But it was possibly that it was just loud enough that where you're having a conversation with somebody you're not and you're not paying attention you don't hear it you know
0: yeah yeah
1: it could be very well that possible possibility because when we saw last saw the hunters grouped together they're all talking to each other you
0: know yeah yeah and you're sort of focusing on the person beside you you're talking to and not what
1: mm-hmm.
0: 15 other people are saying so
1: yeah exactly um
0: But it cuts back to Dita walking the forest still. uh, Calls out Carter once again. We talked in previous minutes how how some of these... um, The redwood shots looks like they just got the cast to walk one way, then back the other way and Mm -hmm. um, reusing the same area. And it definitely looks like it here. There's a couple of trees that are starting to look familiar. (laughs) From earlier stuff where Ian and and, uh, Sarah are walking through.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that as well. But... um,
1: but honestly, I would have to say that, in a way, the even though it's the same spot, it's at the same exact uh, location that they filmed uh, those earlier scenes. Those earlier scenes had like this aura of beauty about it, whereas this just is creepy. Mm. It's got it's like that creepy old forest, you know, versus the giant, magnificent kind of uh, beauty of the redwoods that we were seeing earlier.
0: Yeah, well, you could say the earlier one we saw so that bright morning light coming through mm-hmm. um, whereas this is setting sun late afternoon and yeah. the, the jungle's about to go back to sleep <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, or wake up depending yeah,
0: on <laughs> look at. yeah well, most of them would be nocturnal
1: the animals uh-huh. um,
0: especially but, the predators yeah, yeah. but um, Dita's lost at this stage um, yeah, yeah. but on the plus side he's still got his rifle and taser at, I don't know. at this stage, yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how far you'd go before you just let a shot off. Mm. Um, I don't think it's going to attract any danger from animals if you fire a shot in the air. Like that big redwood he stood at before, and shouted out to Carter again, just stay there and let a shot off. Everyone's going to hear it. Mm. Maybe he sort of he's at the point at the moment where he sort of thinks he can still find his way out.
1: Um, I have no doubt that he's still trying to figure out his way before he's starting... Panic has not set in yet.
0: Yeah. You know? Yep. He's
1: worried, but he's not panicking.
0: Yeah. And he's about five steps away from losing his gun and his taser uh-huh. here in the next minute where, uh... It all goes pear-shaped, but, um... But it's also interesting, looking back at the original pre-San Diego script and the shooting script, um, this scene's a lot shorter. Um, They're not in the redwoods, they're in sort of dense jungle. Um, Dieter takes a couple of steps off the path that the hunters are on, and he's immediately surrounded by the jungle, and finds a little open area that he can sort of scratch some leaves aside to go to the toilet, and then the sort of compies just sort of come out of the jungle all around him, and he sort of falls over and has the gun trained on them at one stage, but then they sort of all attack, led by the wounded one. And mm-hmm. uh, in the scurry, he sort of throws his rifle and taser aside and loses them in the foliage. And then once he gets, sort of gets up, he doesn't know what direction, he takes sort of several steps either way and just can't find the path mm-hmm. again, which is sort of a lot, lot similar to the novel, where it's more of that dense jungle. But then they end up down the stream anyway where they are where the kill happens but uh, that's next week
1: yep
0: anything else on 72 before we get heavy for the week Uh,
1: no I think we're good alright
0: alright guys let's get the hell out of here contact details are on the website thelostworldminute.com Feedback to the Minutes at gmail.com, Facebook The Lost World Minutes, Twitter at the Lost World Minute, and Instagram The Lost World Minutes. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to all remember. Right. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. You're welcome. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later.
1: Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative